Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. We're glad you're joining The Word from Bethlehem this week. As part of Bethlehem's 100th anniversary celebration, on May 8th, we had the pleasure of welcoming Reverend Jane Floyd Nicholson to Bethlehem uh, as part of our anniversary celebration. Pastor Nicholson served as an associate in ministry at Bethlehem between the years of 1996 and 2003. We invite you today to listen in to Pastor Nicholson's sermon with our congregation um, as we continue our 100th anniversary celebration. Thanks for joining us. It is Good Shepherd Sunday, and in the three-year cycle of the lectionary, each year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, we have a lesson from John chapter 10, that talks about Jesus being the Good Shepherd. We hear the words, the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Pardon me, I was practicing my sermon in the car and I realized that some pages are facing a different direction than others. <laughs> Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. It was winter, John tells us. Some of you may remember how much I absolutely love winter. And for those of you who don't know me, that is sheer sarcasm. (laughs) Winter, drab days that offer no light and no color. Winds that sting and make your face burn red. Cold that seems to take life away. Leafless trees and bare grounds that show no signs of life or growth. Winter. As we hear it in our gospel text this morning, is the time of the festival of dedication, otherwise known as Hanukkah for us today. It celebrated the rededication of the temple after Anakus IV had defiled it by putting in statues of Zeus 
as well as offering burnt pig for their offering on the altar. Winter, John explains why Jesus is walking in Solomon's portico. This particular porch has been part of the original temple, and rather than tearing it down, when Herod created the second temple, he um, incorporated this into it. And it was an area that was out of the wind and protected from the weather. Winter. John may have just been putting this little blurb in the reading to let us know that this conversation does not happen as part of the other pieces that I mentioned earlier about Jesus being the good shepherd. The crowds, they are gathered around Jesus as he walks on Solomon's porch. Stop talking in riddles and parables, they tell us. If you are the Messiah, just tell us. Tell us plainly. But this, too, is an example of winter. Those asking for plain answers are asking for proof. They have closed themselves off to what they have seen and what they have heard. They are experiencing that cold isolation of winter. It is like they have slammed the metal door shut in the cold. Winter, I bet there have been times when you prayed that prayer. I know I have. Just tell me plainly what I need to know, Jesus. Show me clearly where you want me to go, the direction that I should have. Help me make the right decision. Give me a sign. Tell me plainly so that there's no misunderstanding. Keep it simple so that I can get it. Sometimes I shiver those cold times when I pray that winter prayer. Jesus has already told the Jewish leaders many times, but it's news that they would not accept. There was no spring thaw in sight. It is like employees who complain about the management that they have not given them enough information about a change that is in the works. Oh, there have been emails and there have been memos and there have been staff meetings and there have been question and answer sessions and a letter has been sent directly to their own homes and yet, the workers still grumble about a lack of communication because they do not like the message. The problem is that they don't like that message that they are receiving. And likewise, Jesus does not need to improve his communication skills. He has been speaking very clearly from the beginning. The problem is, is that the message he is preaching it's not one that the people want to hear. It is winter in their hearts and in their minds. The ground is being for a particular kind of Messiah, someone who fits neatly into their idea of what a Messiah should look like, how a Messiah behaves. They are looking for someone to save them while they sit passively by and watch. But Jesus, called his followers into something completely different, something more than just sitting and watching. Jesus is calling them into springtime. He is calling them to new life with him. 
He is calling them into action. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, that I know them, and they follow me. Here's the real problem. The crowds demanding clear communication cannot hear the shepherd's voice because they are not the shepherd's sheep. So where does that leave you and me? If we claim to follow Jesus, we should be able to hear the shepherd's voice. Every day, though, noise is all around us and bombards us. The noise is frigid, windy, and freezing, proclaiming winter all around. These voices are not that of the good shepherd. Every day, the news is filled with tragedy, and it seems like every reporter tries to tap up our deepest fears. Every day, social media is filled with updates that make us feel like our lives are not beautiful enough or perfect enough or good enough or happy enough. Our phones are set to notify us at every single opinion posted, every comment made, every time there is a change in the COVID conditions. There are voices everywhere calling us to anger and calling us to hatred. How can we possibly hear the voice of Jesus, the Good Shepherd, calling question of identity? The crowds want Jesus to prove who he says he is. They want some form of authentication. Instead of showing him, his, instead of showing them his credentials, Jesus turns the question around. His identity of the Son of God is not what is in question. Authenticating our identity as followers, as faithful followers, is the real question. Jesus says in the warmth of his voice, you can imagine it from the Good Shepherd, my sheep know my voice. I know my sheep and they follow me, and I give them eternal life. Jesus' identity is not in question here. It's ours that is in question. So unless we are listening to his voice, we will not be able to follow Jesus. And unless we are following him, you cannot call yourselves one of his sheep. Back at the beginning of the gospel, when Jesus is recruiting his first disciples, he says, follow me. At the end of the story of John, after the resurrection, as Jesus feeds his disciples a breakfast of fish and bread, he says the same thing, follow me. Throughout the gospel, the message is always the same. Jesus calls and those who hear him, follow him. When we hear him and follow him, Jesus claims us as his own. We belong, and this is good news, because if we belong to Jesus, we belong to God. Jesus knows his identity and has clearly demonstrated it in what he does and how he behaves. He is doing the work of the Father. That is the job of the Good Shepherd. Our identity as his sheep is as clearly demonstrated by what we do. Our job 
is to follow the good shepherd. And the only way we can follow him is to listen for his voice and go where he calls us to go. And in our reading from Acts that Pastor Amy read for us this morning, Peter, through the power of God, raised Tabitha from the dead. He went where God called him to go. Peter performed acts of healing, of charity, of good news, of compassion, very similar to what the Good Shepherd had done. The gloom of winter is gone. Tabitha is raised. Resurrection life abounds and fills the air. The miracle of new life surrounds us as well. The long winter in this season, you are celebrating 100 years in the midst of restrictions. You have been learning technology. You have lower in-person participation right now. You have encountered limited social gatherings and meetings, and yet here we are celebrating the work of God in this place and the work of God's people in this place. This church is amazing. We are celebrating everything that has happened in this place. My guess is, is that when this 100-year celebration is over, with all the work that you have diligently poured into it, you may want to be the sheep that rests in the arms of the Good Shepherd. And I encourage you to take time to do just that. But then what? Where will you go from here? After catching your breath. Realize that you will be poised for the position of growth. Do not miss the planting season. About 20 years ago, at one of the council retreats while I was here, we had recently completed the expansion of the sanctuary and the welcome center. It had been all-consuming for the staff and the congregational leaders alike. The devotion at the retreat was a story about a young child sharing all the things that they had experienced up to this point in their life. And from the child's perspective, he had lived an incredibly full, complete, and satisfying life. And at the end of the story, as the child was going from turning four to turning five, he wondered what in life there could possibly be that he had not yet experienced. My friends, this year you have been telling the church's story of the first 100 years, and my, what an incredibly full and satisfying and complete story this feels like up to this point. But we, as the Church of Jesus Christ, are never fully grown. There is always more to come. Rest in the arms of the Good Shepherd. Catch your breath and listen carefully to the Good Shepherd speaking to you. Hear his voice. Follow him where he may lead. And then be ready for spring, the growing season of the next century. Please pray with me. 
O God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, by paths as yet untrodden through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at theword@blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.